1: I'm station manager, Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning,
2: Asif. Good morning, Tina.
1: Asif, there was another story this week about a condo developer here in York Region who canceled a project after buyers provided deposits, etc., for more than a year.
2: Yeah, you know, Icona has been in the news over the last uh, few months. now. This is the second one, Liberty canceled a, a project in Vaughan earlier and now Icona has canceled the project and it's pretty disappointing and with the number of condo buildings that are being built the percentage is probably still about the same as what it used to be but it's uh, you know high profile projects like this this was right by the subway the new Vaughan subway and uh, it was going to be one of the tallest in York region in Vaughan and and there was a lot of hype about it leading up to it. There were so many people that lined up to purchase these condos. So there's a lot of disappointment, not only from the real estate community, but from purchasers. And, and that's the toughest thing about something like this is the end user ends up suffering because they've lost out not only on appreciation of these condos, but for some of them, this was their first home or this was the place that they were going to move to as they were smart sizing. And and that there's a lot of disappointment, there's a lot of resentment, and it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here.
1: And when we heard about this story uh, about another another condo development, also here in New York Region, I remember we talked about the fact that, you know, this doesn't happen that often, but here we are going down
2: that road again. It, we are. I mean, even in Toronto, you, you saw the one at Tubloor, you've You saw the housing development in Keswick and then, you know, Liberty with the condos they were building in Vaughan and now Icona. So it's happening more often than not. And, you know, we have to get behind why this is happening. And until we do that, there... It could keep happening, but there has to be something introduced to protect the buyers in this whole process. Right? And I think that's what the
1: frustrating part is—that we really don't know what happened. Uh, the reasons behind this one are not quite clear yet. And the stories that you're hearing from these home buyers about how they purchased these properties for, you know, their their kids who are are students in the area—it's it's just so frustrating and heartbreaking.
2: It is. And and Tina, I'm going to introduce Trevor Johnston, who's going to be joining us. Uh, Trevor is with REMAX Prime Properties, and, and Trevor represents buyers in new condo developments. And, and also Trevor is part of the Government Relations Committee at the Toronto Real Estate Board. And my understanding is Trevor and the Government Relations Committee are going to be approaching the government to lobby for some changes so that buyers are protected. Trevor, welcome to the show.
3: Good afternoon, Asa. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: Trevor, tell us a little bit about what you're thinking and, and what the committee is going to be lobbying for with the government in order to introduce some changes that are going to protect the buyers, because obviously this can't continue to happen. We, we cannot have our clients and our buyers exposed to the risk or the uncertainty of these projects being cancelled.
3: Absolutely not. And that's the importance of dealing uh, with a realtor who knows the condominium community and knows which projects are viable. Uh, There's no certainty there. But as a volunteer committee member with uh, Toronto Real Estate Board Government Relations Committee, this is uh, the beginning of my fourth year, Uh, our job is to protect the consumer as well. Consumers consumers are out there feeling victimized. Uh, People have borrowed against lines of credit on their home to uh, purchase properties uh, for their children going to university. So it's a financial inconvenience. And the builder in this case uh, gave no notice to either the city of Vaughan or the uh, purchasers in advance, they simply cancel the project. So, as a government relations committee member, I am a registered federal lobbyist and a provincial fe- federal and provincial lobbyist and municipal lobbyist. So we will be talking to all three levels of government, and uh, certainly making them aware. We'd like to talk to Ministry of uh, Consumer Commercial Relations, and uh, there was a uh, letter sent by the city of Vaughan by the mayor. Uh, back in may to the previous government so that obviously died on the table with a change of government so we'd like to revive that again and we'll be having those discussions
2: and and trevor so on wednesday of this week a letter was sent out to purchasers and realtors representing these purchasers was there any lead-up do you know of any lead-up to this was there any you know talk or whispers that this could happen how how did this where did this come from
3: uh, according to my information, there was absolutely no notice. Uh, I know of one, uh, one prospective purchaser uh, had a representative show up at their door with the check and no deposit interest. So they've had this money for 12 months to use as they saw fit, and they paid no interest on it. And that's where the consumers need to be protected.
2: Especially if they're borrowing from lines of credits or... Uh, you know refinancing to get the money to put down as a down payment because they 've pretty much lost money on this project now
3: oh absolutely absolutely and and properties that were priced uh, in the range of five hundred and thirty thousand dollars would now be over seven hundred thousand dollars and that 's really unfair uh, to those people who were making plans to as you say smart size downsize or to plan uh, homes for their children as they went to university.
1: And Trevor, how does this not look then like a money grab from um, a developer or a builder? Because if you're not given a specific reason as to why the the property or the the purchase was cancelled, how do you not think that this isn't a money grab? And there has to be some protection, as opposed to just raising awareness to the government, there has to be some kind of protection coming down the pipe for the purchaser, don't you think?
3: Well, Tina, I would certainly agree, and there's regulations uh, under the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act for real estate agents. There's uh, real estate council of Ontario-RICO, which protects the consumer, but there is absolutely no legislation governing, governing the builders or the developers, and that's something that needs to change, and that's what we're going to be looking at. We're going to take a deep dive into that and uh, try and find out the reasons why they haven't put in uh, legislation to protect the consumer here.
2: And we've always said, you know, it's very rare that a condo project gets canceled or development gets canceled. But we, you know, as Tina prefaced earlier, we're starting to see more of it. And it's almost like the builders know they have not an out and they'll use it when they see it fit.
1: Don't you agree, uh, Trevor, that that's what seems to be happening? I mean, how do I go in as a purchaser and know that I'm actually going to see this through, that there actually will be a condo at the end of the road that I'll be able to move into in, you know, one or two or three years down the road.
3: I would tend to agree, and the optics are not very good at all. And some of the initial feedback I getting from agents who are involved in the project uh, are being told that it doesn't make the real estate community look good. And although realtors work uh, with their clients' best interests at heart, Uh, It's very hard for a realtor to read the minds, if you will, of the developers, and on the service it would clearly appear to be a cash grab to finance other projects with other people's money, and, and there's something inherently wrong with that.
1: And Trevor, what would you say to a purchaser in this case? Because really, I mean, they must be just completely heartbroken and angry about what just happened here. So what do you say to those prospective buyers out there?
3: I would say to be very careful. Talk to your realtors. Uh, there are a, a number of credible builders in the Toronto market, but there are a number of builders that are making their first effort at building uh, high-rise developments in the city throughout this building boom. But uh, with a number of cancellations over the last year, I think it's really doing some due diligence with your realtors to make sure that you're making the right decision moving forward.
2: And that's a great point, Trevor. And, and, you know, in closing, I think, you know, doing that due diligence, but also picking builders that have a good reputation, that have a track record of getting these done, because as the banks tighten up financing for these projects and everything, you want to make sure that you've got, uh, you know, the the builder has the backing or the developer has the backing in order to get these projects closed. So, you know, that's a great point that we do have to do our due diligence and, and so does the client in making sure that the project that we're picking is going to, you know, come to fruition.
1: Trevor, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Tina. When we come back, a visit to the Mortgage Centre and still ahead this week's hot listings. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my
2: co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us now is one of our regulars, Lucy Gagliardi from the Mortgage Center. Lucy, welcome back. Thank you so much. Hi, guys. Good morning. Lucy, there's uh, a, lot of, a lot of talk about interest rates and, and the hikes that we've had this year. Tell us a little bit of what's going on. Uh, you know, rates seem really good right now.
4: You know, rates are still actually relatively good. Um, of course, we've seen some rate increases. And for those of us that are used to, you know, the 2.79 and 2.89 rates, well, you know, we've been pretty much saying it all year that those rates are done. They're they're gone. And um, we're probably not going to see them back. I, I can't imagine we're going to see them. And rates are definitely still on the rise, for sure. So is your advice to clients right now to lock in? Well, that depends. Again, um, we've, and we've had this conversation before where it really depends on your risk tolerance. Uh, in terms of a variable rate right now, um, prime rate is 3.7%, which, you know, again, they're going to revisit uh, second week of October. But, and, and that may increase, but prime rate right now is prime less. I mean, we can get as low as less. Sorry. We can go as low as prime minus 1.1%, which will basically bring you down to 2.6%. An average five-year fixed right now is in the range of 3.39, 3.49, sometimes a little higher, sometimes a little bit lower. So there's quite a significant variance between fixed and variable. But getting back to the, you know, do we do variable or fixed, that's really uh, a matter of uh, opinion and risk tolerance mm-hmm. at this point. And the good news is
2: prime minus rates are back because we went through a couple of years where you, nobody would get prime minus because our prime rate was so low. Yep. So now, even though the rate is climbing, as long as you have good credit and you have good income, you qualify for a prime minus rate. So you're still at that 2.7, 2.8 rate, you know, maybe 2.6. So that's, uh, you know, nothing's really changed.
4: That's right. So last year at about this time, you were looking at an average of about prime minus 0.5. Uh, this year, again, you're looking at, you know, prime minus 0.9, prime minus 1%, prime minus 1.1. So a variable rate is not a bad place to be, to be quite honest with you, if you're not watching your mortgage balance every second day. And there's, you know, it, it, again, it depends on your risk tolerance. And this time of year,
1: what is your advice then to clients in terms of, you know what, maybe the housing market might slow down a little bit. Maybe you're thinking about um, buying and selling in the spring.
4: What do you tell clients at this time of year then? So I I really don't think that the market is going to slow down at this point, to be honest with you, because we didn't have the traditional spring that we normally have. So I really do think that this year is going to finish off quite strong. And I think that even our december january february might be stronger than uh we anticipate or stronger than they have been in the past in terms of selling that is truly individual to your circumstance it's never a bad time to sell it's never a good time to sell so it it truly really does depend on the reason that you're selling but it's a good time to start thinking about how to budget and how to manage it and you're always talking
1: about okay this is what i need to do in my own household to make sure that i'm able to do that to
4: make that investment exactly so budgeting is always in my opinion something that should be visited and revisited quite regularly um it, the reality is we we all idealistically have this budget and this is how much we're going to spend on this and this is how much you're, we're going to spend on this. But, you know, that, that does change. And I, 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 for one, have a particular budget. It doesn't really stick every time. So should we, re, you know, revisit once a year, twice a year, three times a year? That really depends on the circumstances in your life as well.
2: And also, this is very reminiscent of uh, the 2008 market, where the market was really quiet. People were turning towards renting instead of buying and and thinking, hey, I'm just going to rent until either rates come down or the market picks up. And what we saw in the latter part of 2008, it, the market just exploded and continued from January, February to March. And, and that saw uh, our boom all the way up until 2017. But... Are you, we're seeing that again right now and, you know, the, the benefits of home ownership is at the forefront again and people are turning now from renting towards buying again. Are you seeing that as well in the mortgage uh, industry or you're seeing people
4: ask for uh, pre-qualifications more so? Most definitely. Um, so we've really just seen a little bit of... I, I mean, quite honestly, there have been some significant challenges for people, but we're working through those challenges, uh, again, through alternative lenders. Um, the benefits of homeownership will always, in in my opinion, far away uh, rental. Um, you know, even with the rate increases at this point, if, if the interest rates actually rise to 4.25 in a period of, let's say, five years, the average cost of owning Uh, still falls about $1,295 less than the monthly cost of renting over a period of five years. Um, If we're looking at, let's say, an interest rate of about five and a quarter over a period of five years, again, owning is still about $700 or $750 less than the monthly cost of renting. So in the long run, even though the rates are on the rise, it's still definitely more beneficial to own your home as opposed to rent. That's, okay.
2: that's always, always good information, Lucy. Thank you so much for joining us again, and uh, look forward to having you on back soon.
1: Thanks once again for having me. Thanks, Lucy. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him. 416-985-Khan, that's 416-985-5426, or email osif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Ossif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. The first one off, SIF, comes from Angie in Woodbridge. She's thinking about selling her home, but not likely until the spring. What should she be doing right now to get her home ready to list?
2: Great question, Angie. Right now is actually a good time for you to be you know, painting, getting it ready. and And the spring market actually comes up. A lot quicker than than it has previously, and that's because people try to jump the gun and get on the market for, say, February rather than the end of March or so. So if you want the best price for your home, aim to be ready for the end of January and on the market by early February. That early? that early because that's the start of the spring market. So it's traditionally used to start at the end of March or so after March break. Now people are starting to jump the gun. There's less competition for you at that time. So you want to be able to to get on the market and get off before all of the neighbors decide to list because then it becomes uh, just a competition on price.
1: And specifically, what should Angie be doing inside her home to get it ready? Any kind of renovation or clearing of clutter, painting? What should she focus on?
2: thing to do is is give your agent a call and, and ask for their advice and we have a system called house calls where we go in and it takes us about 15 or 20 minutes to identify the the power areas of your home and, and what you need to fix to be at the upper end of your subdivision in terms of value so you know we can go in and and quickly point out the renovations that need to be done before you go on the market and even for people that aren't going on the market it's always good to have your home updated so in case that you're you know, you, you may want to borrow from your house or you, you want to refinance. Uh, then you have all the upgrades that your neighbors do so that your house, uh, you know, maintains the same sort of value as the rest of your houses in the, your subdivision.
1: You used a term there that I just want to ask you about. Uh, you said the power area of your home. Is that your home's best selling feature and that's why you want to enhance it? Is that what it is?
2: It is. And it's also the first thing that attracts people as they walk into your home. So those are the areas like, you know, kitchens, bathrooms, and family room. Those are the areas that people spend most of their time in the home, and and that's the area that you want to have presented as well as you can.
1: Okay, our next question comes from Vanna in Richmond Hill. She recently sold her home but has not yet purchased a new one. What do you think about the idea of staying put and paying rent to the
2: new owners of the home, and what other options would she have for her and her family? Right now, there's a lot of inventory out there, Vanna. So, I mean, you would be able to find something that you could move into. And, you know, there's a lot out there that we can, uh, you know, show you and, and you can kind of get a feel for. But at the same time, if you wanted to stay put for a few months, the option of renting back is always there. You just have to make sure it's at the right price and, and at the right terms. You have to make sure that the insurance is all taken care of because of liability. But but it is always an option. Often we see that when new buyers are going to be uh, tearing down a home and they'll allow the people to stay because say they don't want to, you know, tear the home down until spring because that's when they're going to start building the new home or, or an addition to it. So they may allow you to close and then stay in the home and rent back for a few months until they're ready to do what they need to with the home. So it is always an option. But again, there's a lot of inventory out there that you can go out and pick out the home that you like. It's always best, as as we talked about in the previous segment with Lucy. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to rent if you're going to be purchasing anyway. You're just throwing money away. And is this something that you hear often? Does this actually happen? It does happen. It's not. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen with, with a lot of the areas in the region having older homes that are going to be torn down and new homes put up. That's where we see it a lot.
1: And it sounds a bit complicated. So it's not like, you know, it's um, it, you can just sit tight and stay put. Like you said, you have to look at insurance. I'm sure there's going to have to be a lease in
2: place, don't you think? Exactly. And then, you know, what are the, what are the other factors that come into play? So there's, there's utilities. Is, is the landlord going to be occupying the basement for their stuff? Or, you know, there's, there's a lot that comes into play, uh, but it can be worked out if that's an option that you want to go with. Sounds like there's lots of options there for Vanna. Okay,
1: time now for our Hot Listing of the Week. Joining us in studio is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Heather, over to you.
5: Hi, Tina. Good morning. Okay, so with all this talk and the horrors of buying a new build, here I am about to feature this week's hot property, and it happens to be a pre-construction condo. (laughs) Now, listeners... What can you tell us? Go ahead. (laughs) Please note, it's so important to do your homework and make sure you're buying with confidence. Sometimes when a deal appears to be too good to be true, it really is. Hmm. So we've done our homework for you, and Pemberton is a reputable builder with a track record of excellence, and they're building in Stouffville. They have tremendous upside and great value right now, and this is one I can totally get behind. Okay, but Stouffville isn't,
1: you know, the first place you think about in terms of condos, is it?
5: Not necessarily, No. So,
1: where exactly are we looking at in, in Stouffville?
5: So, this project is called Ninth and Main, and it's actually being built at, wait for it, Ninth and Main. <laughs> <laughs> this place has fabulous layouts. One of my favorite layouts is actually a three bedroom with a den. It's got four bathrooms, and it's a two story loft with 10 foot ceilings got a huge walkout terrace. The reason I like it, it's like living in a house with the uh, amenities and the low maintenance of a condo building.
1: Yeah, it sounds amazing. So Heather, there's so many condos though being constructed across the region. Why is this project so special?
5: Well, the layout's of course, and the builder has a solid track record. The very low maintenance fees and the amenities um, for sure set it apart. This building's got 24 hour concierge, multi-purpose party room, A huge landscaped outdoor terrace with seating, fitness center, steam rooms, entertainment theaters, library lounge, a virtual golf simulator children's playrooms, boardroom workspace, guest suites, and a pet wash station. Can you believe that?
1: That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, it sounds like a luxury property, hearing all of those items that are included. What's
5: the cost? What's the deposit structure like? So surprisingly, this is actually a very affordable project. The units are starting at 41699 sixteen thousand nine nine. And then they go up, obviously, right? They have some really large units in the place that are over 2,500 square feet, right? And so you're going to get into a little bit of a higher price point. But the deposit, deposit structure for this weekend only is $5,000 with your offer to secure your unit. Then the balance of a 10% down payment is payable in installments over the next two years. So really, you're only putting down that 10% until closing. But that's this weekend only, okay? So after that, um, it's going to go back to the original 20%.
2: So, Asif, what's your take on this? You know, Tina, I mean, we spent a lot of time at the sales center last weekend, and the excitement from the people when they're walking into this presentation center, it's just unreal. They're looking at these layouts. They they hear about the amenities. It's it, it's absolutely crazy. And, you know, people will ask, what's included in the maintenance fee? Let's just say the only thing not included in the maintenance fee is hydro. I mean, this even includes high-speed internet. So when's the last time you heard that for a condo building? So high-speed internet is included in your maintenance fees. The, the easy deposit structure also makes it so easy to buy. Uh, 905 condos, are they're still you know priced very well compared to Toronto condos. And this is not just a condo building. This is more of a community that Pemberton is building. And so, you know, the the location, very impressive. The building itself, very impressive. They're over 50% sold. And, you know, people are just walking in with their checkbooks and putting deposits down on these units because they don't want to lose out on, on the really cool units. You know, this weekend, Remax Prime Properties is offering a $6,000 rebate to people that walk in and purchase. So go in and, and see one of our... Uh, agents at the property itself. If you're an investor, if you're looking to right size, you know, from a home or or even from another condo, these are amazing units. So you got to get in there, reserve your units, $5,000 to reserve a unit, get in there, put your $5,000 down on a unit. And you're going to be laughing because these these have such a huge upside, as Heather said, the appreciation is going to, you're going to make your money back in just a few years.
1: And do we know when um, these condos would be ready for occupancy? 2021. Okay, not that far away. Heather, let's uh, get back to in terms of the sales center this weekend. What's the timing like and how can our listeners get more information?
5: Okay, the sales center is located at 11750 Ninth Line. That's on Ninth Line, just south of Main Street. You can give us a call at 905-554-5522 and we'll make sure you're first in line to get uh, one of these units before they're all sold out. Terrific. Thanks for being here, Heather. Thank you, Tina.
1: That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to contact uh, and connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-KHAN. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.